Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Chris show. We're just kicking it around now to have a permanent theme song for Lisa Lanier. She joins us for Lawyer Up. And this is the first one that we'll try. It's the Matlock theme. Upbeat and just slightly sexy. Just like Lisa. <laughs> so I like it. Uh, I mean, this is slightly like, southern, slightly sexy, slightly southern, and slightly sexy, and yep. gets the job done. That's right? right. A snappy dresser. She probably has Sears soccer in her closet. I guarantee she does. She's very well dressed. She's Andy Griffith crazy. played it. Went to University of North Carolina. Absolutely. Just like Lisa. Here she is on the line with Lisa oh, Lanier. Similarities. Do you like the Matlock Good thing? morning. morning. Well, I do. I like the Matlock. Yeah, that's awesome. Maybe we found a winner here Love first it. time out. I like yeah. us. We're talking about law and order or uh, lawyers, guns, and money, or yeah. here come the judge. Maybe this is it. Lisa, we may have yeah. talked to you about this before, but it's been a while. What what spurred you to become an attorney? When did you want to when did you know you wanted to do this? Well, I grew up on a farm in North Carolina, a tobacco farm, and, you know, we got up at 5 o'clock every morning all summer long, and uh, that pretty much does it for you right there. You're like, yeah. I, need a, I need an education. <laughs> like, I need God. A, I need God, I wish I'd gotten into Carolina. I could have followed in your footsteps. I could have done it, too. Yeah. I should have done it. I should have done it, just looking back. You know, the kids, the farmer's kids had to do it all. You know what I mean? Like, so we would, when the, we would, you know, when we were priming the tobacco, then they, that crew would get to go home. Nope, I'd have to go to the barn, you know, after Man. I'd already worked since 5 o'clock. Jeez. So, yeah, I mean, that, that'll pretty much teach you. Plus, you know, you saw the decline of that kind of stuff. I mean, I enjoyed that life, but I was like, yeah, covered in tobacco gum and, you know. Snake. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you were. I should I guess, since you still chew Red Man to this day, I should have known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's always, she's forever doing spittoon, you know. <laughs> yeah, she always got a chaw. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more of a little pinch between the cheek and gum. That's of, right, yeah. I like it. Just a pinch is enough. She's a bandit. Now the next story is from New York City. We got into it during garbage time yesterday, and I'm going to be upfront. I'm not a big tattoo fan. All right, I've never looked at one and gone, oh, that looks great on you. It's well documented. All right, fair enough. Now, in New York City, lawmakers are pushing to ban what's called tattoo discrimination by employers and landlords. So, for instance, if you've got a posh apartment to rent or a really nice upscale restaurant, somebody applies for a job as a waiter, and as Kristen pointed out earlier, has a snake tattooed on his face, you can't say, get out of here, you're not serving my customers. <laughs> I can't say it out loud. Okay. I love that one. Do you think this will rise to the level, of, does it rise to the level of discrimination, like on the base of race or sexual discrimination? Are they going to wind up passing this? And then what do you do if you don't want snake face being your waiter? Could you just not hire them for other reasons and not say it. What do you think, Lisa? <laughs> well, you know, New York City, this is just a city ordinance, and they're kind of famous for protecting all different sorts of groups of people uh, that go beyond the typical, you know, our typical laws, uh, you know, you cannot discriminate against race, religion, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But New York City has already has this history of they expanded it first to sexual orientation, a prior arrest, military status, credit history, caregiver status. Those are all the ones that have come before tattoos. Um, so they're well within their rights as a city to protect tattooed people. And in fact, the council member who has put this piece of legislation forward, he touts himself as being the most tattooed council member in the world. He's very proud of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, so they can do it, but they, they've carved out several exceptions. 
uh, and uh, like one is, for example, if your tattoo contains hate speech, they've specifically given that as an example of you could, you know, you could say no to that person. Mm-hmm. And then the other is they say that um, if you can show that um, the absence of a tattoo is a bona fide occupational qualification, there's no alternative. And you might be able to say that that snake face is a bit on the uh, less than appetizing That's side. Right. I don't know. That's right. <laughs> you know. You're right. <laughs> I can't even say. Listen, I was hovering over a bowl of red beans and rice 25 years ago, and when the waiter came over and had flames on his neck coming out and those big old ear holes, I just I can't eat. I can't eat this. And he had so much junk in his face, I can't even talk about it. Yeah. And I said to all my other companions, I said, what are we doing at this restaurant? They were like, come on, man. It's the 90s. And I said, yeah, yeah but I can't, I can't get with it. That was good red beans and rice, wouldn't it? They had the best red beans and rice in town. Yeah, it's gone now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, well, after after flame face. Was in <laughs> Couldn't get anybody to come in and eat. <laughs> Who's eating around Flame that? face. It's not appetizing. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's right. Now, what Would a- you... Would you stay in a restaurant if your server came over and had a, a swastika on his hand or something? Yeah. A swastika? I well, would. I mean, you know. Well, this guy was close. I can hire who you want. It, it was as de- – I thought he looked like a devil. I mean, he had – his hair was dyed red and spiky. He had flames coming up from out of his shirt. He had those enormous holes in his ears and piercings through his nose and his lips and all that. And after I ordered, I said, I can't eat. I cannot eat these red beans and rice. I thought he was like Satan himself. I don't think that would bother me. I don't think it would bother me to see a tattooed restaurant server. But, you know, I'm not anti-tattoo like you are. I have a couple tattoos, but... um Matlock? My God! We're gonna have to change the theme. <laughs> yeah, but to what? You're definitely more LA law. <laughs> I didn't know you had tattoos. Did well, Sons of Anarchy have a theme? Oh, my goodness! <laughs> well, shame on me because you know how I feel about you. You're a wonderful person and a great litigator. Cut her segment next week. They're going to shorten it. <laughs> <laughs> They're very private. Okay, all right. I, I can respect that. I can respect So don't ask. <laughs> so, all right. Okay. That's what she okay. I bet you and the tattooed guy, your waiter, yeah. were saying the same things about each yeah, other. Exactly. <laughs> I can't believe I have to bring this blowhard to the yeah. and rice. I can tell he's judging me. Look yeah. at him. Yeah. It's the 90s, man. Get with it. His khakis and his golf shirt. Each one of you said the exact same thing. Well, look at this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, he thinks he's somebody because he's on the radio. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay, next story from the NFL, Monday Night Football last week. Um, a protester ran onto the field during the Rams' loss at San Francisco on Monday Night Football, Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. And one of the Rams linebackers, uh, Bobby Wagner, came off the bench and just flattened him. Now, the guy had pink smoke going around him. And as Peyton Manning said, he's, oh, he's got a T-shirt on promoting something. Mm-hmm. Turned out he was protesting. What was the protest for? Animal rights. Animal <laughs> rights. Animal <laughs> rights. Okay. Cruelty to pig farm. Cruelty to pig farm. Okay. So now he wants a police report to be filed on the two players that hit him, specifically Bobby Wagner, who really flattened him. Is that, can he have that, even though he ran onto the field in violation of rules and law, can he get some sort of a police report filed on the guy that hit him, like an assault report? What do you think, Lisa? Well, what it comes down to is uh, under California law, where this happened, you can only use physical force against someone who is threatening you, right? And and so the question is, was him running across the field 
threatening. He was carrying a some kind of smoke canister that was emitting a big trail of pink smoke. And uh, what the the Rams uh, player Wagner said is, we didn't know what that was in his hand. It could have been a weapon, mm-hmm. and we were we had to do what we had to do. Uh, he was being chased by a security guard who apparently like tore an ACL or something chasing him because they're not used to doing that. Yes. And um, so, you know, I think it's, it's certainly he's going to, what he's trying to do is go have assault charges taken out. They may take them out, you know, I, that they could, it, but I think in the long run, when it comes down to the testimony and this player saying, look, you know, he ran onto the field where he wasn't supposed to be and he had something in his hand, uh, you know, we have to be, we have to assume that he could hurt somebody mm-hmm. and I had to take him out. That's a reasonable apprehension of harm to me, so I think he's justified in, in hitting him. I do too, and in fact, I hope this thing doesn't even go. I mean, I think the police should say, "Come on, you know, and we're not doing that." Well, I think he's going to like a magistrate and ask him for assault charges to be taken out on, him. and they may say no, which I hope they. I kind of hope they do, but yeah. even if they do say yes, I think in the long run, Wagner's going to prevail because he's going to easily be able to show that a reasonable person would have been afraid of of bodily harm. Yeah, you don't know what's going on there, but you know what's interesting, and this is just sort of. The, the different we've talked about cases like this before of workplace crimes mm-hmm. for instance we've had countless workers at convenience stores 7-elevens they get held up mm-hmm. they're in danger and then they lose their job because they take action against the perp That's whether right. apprehending or shooting or chasing down and tackling yeah they always say which stay is away almost from the it. same thing because the nfl players are at work that's right That's and, their and, job and, and when you say you know you think you're in harm's way i would say get away from the person you know it's like that's what they're taught they're like let them steal there is a security team on the field right so why should the players get it right. could he make that argument I, think, I think the team is yeah but the team is supporting him here and i think it's it's different i always think that those convenience stores are terrible for firing those people that take out the bad guy you know because I get, I get that it's their policy, and I get why they have that policy, because a lot of times if you become aggressive with a robber, you're going to get killed, mm-hmm. and they're trying to de-escalate those situations. But in the cases where they see an opportunity, and they grab the baseball bat or the gun they have under their counter or whatever, and they prevail, then good on them. Don't, don't fire them. A hundred percent right. You're back in my good graces for sure. That's fantastic. That's exactly right. That didn't take long. The tattooed lawyer has spoken. <laughs> is that what it's going to be now? And she's Lisa, right. the tattooed lawyer. She's right as rain on that. Listen, this is football related as well. The New England Patriots, at least according to one man, have caused irreparable damage to a United States flag signed by Tom Brady because they improperly displayed it in the team's Hall of Fame at Gillette Stadium. This is a the flag's owner says the value of his flag has gone down a million dollars. What happened was he got the flag. It it flew over the last game at the old Foxborough Stadium, which was in December of 2001. And the guy who got the flag, his name is Daniel Vital from New Hampshire, bought it as an investment many years later, just two years ago. He said he wanted it because it was around September 11th and it was the last flag to fly over the old stadium. He's a lifelong Patriots fan. But then he loaned it to the Patriots to put on display for a small amount of time when they did, they improperly stored it in a display case, allowing sun to filter through the glass, which faded Tom Brady's signature, made it bleed all over the flag. And he says, now my flag, which was worth over a million dollars, has gone way, way down in value. And he wants this to hire a full-time caregiver to his daughter who has, uh, who has uh, she's autistic. So now the question is, are the Patriots to blame for this? And they're going to have to wind up paying this guy for how they stored his flag. What do you think, Lisa? You know, it's going to depend on, did he have a contract? He claims breach of contract. I imagine it was probably oral, but maybe he had a written contract with mm-hmm. them. 
And did it did it specify? Because a lot of people who have some kind of an artifact that they loan, mm-hmm. you know, say to a museum or whatever, they spell out in great detail the terms of how they want it stored mm-hmm. and what kind of precautions they want taken. And in some cases, they take responsibility themselves of going and securing it at the site where it's being loaned. So it just depends on what, what his contract said, if he had one. I kind of doubt that he had a careful contract like that. It doesn't sound like it. And, it, it, you know, it's just under Massachusetts law, if someone abuses your item that you've loaned them, then you can go after them for property damage. But if it's normal wear and tear or expected for the situation, you can't go after them. So I have a feeling he may fall into the latter category where, yeah, you put this thing in a case, you know, in a building, and it could fade. You know, I mean, it's uh, Hmm. it was in a display case. It was just not a, I guess, not one that blocked. The sun, the, the morning light. sun. That's right. right. The, sun, the sun came in, and that was it. And Tom Brady's signature Ouch. faded, and that's a, what, it, it. And what's the he he? Does he estimate the worth as a million? He says he's had an estimate done, that it's worth over yeah. a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I a think that's a little inflated too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, when I read what the flag was, it does have Tom Brady's signature, but of course he's got that all over the place. Yeah. And he's still alive. Right. And he's still alive. Not go like, get it again, right? Well, yeah, go get it. I mean, he's busy right now, but. He is. He's down. He's signing other things. He's, uh, he's signing, <laughs> he's signing legal papers. <laughs> Are you Team Tom or Team Giselle, Lisa? You know, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't. That's care. what everybody tells me. Yeah, everybody tells me the same thing. <laughs> but you keep asking. I keep saying hashtag Team Tom or hashtag Team Giselle, and everybody says the Pick same. Pick a song. <laughs> <laughs> insensitive plot. Everybody says only a boob would ask a question like that. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't put it on social media. <laughs> I always feel like that. When people ask me about these celebrity divorces or the royals and all that, the royals, I don't care about the royals. They agree. Uh, Lisa, that hits me this where I live. This is tobacco from sun up to sundown. <laughs> She's paid her dues, Kelly. Lisa, you're talking to a few queenies in here. Now, we're royals. We're royal people. Oh, that hurts our feelings. And I'm, I'm so sorry. My, my first tweet in five years was last week. Hashtag Team Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Today's been an eye opener with you, Lisa. <laughs> I'm tired really of these is. women getting away with everything. <laughs> and now these tattoos gonna keep me up at and night. Now we got tattoos. Oh, Lisa, I don't know. She okay, folks. To recap it, she doesn't care. <laughs> nah, <laughs> she don't care. She doesn't care a bit. We have her new theme music. We have this. There she goes. Yep, there she goes. Lisa, the tattooed attorney. <laughs> Fantastic. Sounds like a children's listen. book. Lisa, the tattooed attorney. Well, listen, you can use it. Just only a couple and in very private places. Yes. That's all we're going to say about it. That's it. It's her right to do it if she wants to. That's her.